Heaven hi, welcome to episode 2047 of Rum Doings. Hi, yeah, it's episode 207 and the topic today is Wittgenstein said that if a lion could talk we would not understand him, but what if he'd met a good animal psychic? Um, the most co- problematic complaint that has ever been held against me on the Rum Doings podcast in the 82 years since we started recording was my mispronunciation of Euler, which I said Euler. The reason is I oh. had pronounced him as if he were Greek, as in Euclid, rather than the Nazi Germanic thug that he was. Euler, 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 er ist Euler, nicht Euler. The listener was furious. The listener was quite angry, wasn't it? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to tell you a secret, Nick. Have you, have you, to prom- you have to promise not to hurt me, okay? Okay. Um, when I restarted Audacity... Yes. Because the changing the microphone, uh-huh. I didn't I didn't save the project before we started recording. That means that it's very likely that people only hear my side of the conversation. This, this is much, exciting. Which is no bad thing at all, really. No, that's true. Um, we should will... release uh, three versions, so it's just with our just our side, and then people can pick which one they like best. Yeah, uh, uh, and the list and the list. Well, since we've only got one listener, it would oh, have to yeah. be that one of them. They'll have three multiple person of their multiple personalities. One would be a fan of you, one would be a fan of me, and one would be a fan of our combined voices. Well, then it would just always be a three-way tie. That's boring. It is. Perhaps what if, I don't know, could we kill one of their multiple personality disorders, disorder personalities that don't exist? Okay. okay. Did you have a lovely Christmas? Did you have a lovely crumbo? We, we, we had a rib of beef for crumble tide. Oh, which is much Bloody nicer than Jews. your turkey. And then we and then we were the bravest people in the universe because the day that everybody announced on the news that uh, the Lord Jesus had broken his promise and brought back Noah's flood in <laughs> Leeds, we went up to Leeds straight, <gasps> straight into the tumult. Goodness me. It was all right. It's, thanks for not telling me that you were going to Leeds, by the way. It's a good job I didn't arrange to come to London, isn't it? Uh, I would have cancelled my trip to would Leeds you, uh, if I knew liar. you were to London, but I, I knew you won't because you're too scared. You're such a liar. Do you, you know how much it costs now to get a, the super cheapest return ticket from Bath to London? £42.80. £56! Well, that's because people in Bath are very rich. And that hasn't, I haven't, that's not even accounting for the price. They will have gone up now, won't it? And it's not even accounting for taste. Oh, do you know that's... how much it costs? Do you know how much it costs? To go the same time, train time to Cardiff from Bath. No. That £12. Well, that does Yeah, except it shouldn't well, take I the know. same time. I know, <laughs> it's kind of evident, but... Yes. At the same time. What's Don Foster up to these days? Um, is, in, is he a lord now? I don't know, I assume so. Who is your... Oh, oh yes, Mog. Oh, Jacob Rees-Mogg. What a, what a funny old goon. Now, we know he is a funny old goon, but actually, how is he as a constituency MP? I have knowing, no experience of him whatsoever. You haven't attended his surgery? I haven't. Um, I do seem to keep... I haven't since he... Uh, yeah. How that's, how I, that's, that's how interested I am in talking about the stupid, spoilt little toff. How was your crimbo? Do you know, it was nice. Uh, I'm not a big fan, as you know, I but know. we had you a nice Jesus. day. Yeah. And you and, ate uh, some delicious food? Yeah, I cooked an amazing feast. But you didn't have a rib of beef? 
No, I didn't. We had turkey, but unfo- and and one end of the turkey was rather tough. The other end was lovely. Hmm. That's a shame. It was only a turkey crown because we couldn't. We just basically couldn't afford a free range turkey. Wait, wait. If you actually try to buy a goose, I asked the, the local watcher. I said, "If we want a goose, how, how much would one cost?" I said, "Well, a reasonable goose will cost you about a hundred pounds." I said, oh, "Okay, thank you." Good to see. Well, the crown we got was uh, over thirty pounds. I think thirty-five. Oh dear. Yes, I think a free-range turkey would have uh, been a hundred million. We have a friend who uh, used to work on a, a farm project with um, recently released prisoners, giving them work in, on on a farm. Farming, farming prisoners, Gosh. farming prisoners, free-range uh, prisoners, indeed. And they they raise free-range turkeys and sell them at Christmas. And previous years we've bought one from her. But uh, unfortunately, she lazily had a baby. And as you are here to bring testimony, that's a big mistake. It's a very silly thing to do. Oh, Toby's made some huge uh, leaps in the last couple of weeks. Go on then. Just nice new things happening. He's very much... Um, Has he woken up? He's just, yeah, he's adding new, new, new strings to his bow. Mm-hmm. Uh, which he hasn't done for a couple of months. So it's just really nice watching him just brighten. Exactly. He, he, he was getting a bit, bit, bit samey, bit samey yeah. wasn't he? That's good. Just just before you're about to expose him, he pulls yeah, something. Exactly. He does. He always seems to, at the point where I'm like, eh, I'm done with you. Yes. I need a new, I'm, I'm bored of this show. Yeah. Um, he introduces a new character just in time. So that's good. We um, yesterday. Sorry, yeah. go on. No, no, no. No, please. Yesterday I was lying on the floor in the lounge and his game was to crawl over and cl- climb on top of me and then fall off the other side. And that, I was just ecstatically happy. I was My boy is finally old enough to invent silly games and play them. You see, I could have been quite nasty there, but I wasn't. Because of how far the fall would be? I didn't say that. I just yeah. said I could have been quite nasty. It would have been a good joke. It would have been a good joke, but sadly yeah. the moment has passed. Also, he knows where his tummy is and his toes and his nose and his eyes and his mouth and his head and not quite where his willy is. No, I would have thought, I, I think he does know where it is, but he just won't, know, he refuses to name such a shameful thing. <laughs> it's, I was thinking it's interesting how little access little boys and girls have to their private parts because of nappies. Mm. So he's, his, his only access to his willy is in the bath and during nappy changes. Mm. Um, and it's only very recently that he starts taking an interest. He likes pulling it as far as he can stretch it. <laughs> it's fun. Well, one day when he's uh, Prime Minister, that'll be an embarrassing revelation. <laughs> I see it's your willy. It's where your wee-wees come out. It is interesting how the pig gate thing has just disappeared. That was well managed. Uh, Charlie Brooker obsessed on it on purpose, on his uh, 2015 wipe. I don't really watch him anymore. I think well, he's I- a bit 1997. He's, he's really he, he peaked post 97 but uh no it, the the screen wipe stuff's still great not, is it it's actually worth watching i think so it's, it's entertaining and it's uh does he still the, do the same oh i'm a grumpy i'm a grumpy old sod stick well he is a grumpy old sod it's not a shtick he's not he's married to mrs blue peter lady is your wife dying in the background <laughs> No, Judith is brushing uh, her teeth, and when she brushes her teeth, she has to sing Twinkle Twinkle Star at the same time. In order to know how long to brush her teeth for? Yes. Oh, that's good. Toby yeah. just sucks. Toby's very good at teeth brushing. I was looking at the stages, like yes. what they're meant to do at certain months, and it's not uh-huh. until 19, 20 months they're meant to be able to brush her own teeth. He already does. Little genius uh, baby. When last did Lucy brush her teeth? 
Oh, she is lazy. We're having to buy special teeth food for her because she's got such such yucky teeth. It's just ridiculous. It shows you what happens when you feed when you feed an obligate carnivore grains, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Um, uh, and is her tail still hideous? It's, it's like I say, it's not hideous anymore. It's just far too short. So when you stroke it, it comes to a, such an abrupt end. It's not you, a very pleasant feeling. Do you know what we're still watching? We're still watching um, Once Upon a Time. Good gracious, I'm shocked. How far in are you? We are into... We're, we've gone past the uh, Frozen season. Oh, you have? Gosh, you've got farther than I ever did. It's... The problem with it is that some of the writing is actually quite clever, but the production values are so, so low that it's, it's, yeah, it's difficult to, 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 to keep in touch with it. But uh, we're just about managing because there are funny little twists and turns which are just about good enough to. I think what I, what I celebrated it for a thousand years ago on the podcast was that it, it's lack of happy endings. And it's quite persistent with that. Mm. Um, but it's, it's quite funny. They're, they're all looking for happy endings at the moment. Oh, right. <laughs> That is, they're trying to get the author to write them. They found they're looking for the author, and they they oh, really? the author author all write them happy endings and and oh, they, very meta. It, and also, it's like um, the evil creed say, "For goodness' sake, where villains can never get happy endings." That's the rule of the game, and so on. So they're, they're arguing about whether they it's even possible for a villain to get a happy ending, or whether the rules mean. So they're arguing about the rules of who gets to have one, and so forth. So you must happy. be enjoying the Brechtian estrangement. Well, I'm also enjoying the fact that. Um, uh, Snow White and Prince Charming are turning out to be slightly less nice characters than they had been. Oh, good. They're revealed as having done something quite hideous in their past. Ooh, interesting. So maybe you'll start again one day. I, well, I, I didn't. I never stopped watching it because I hated it. I stopped watching it because I ran out of time. Just make more time. We just, well, we've prioritised other shows for our brief window of TV watching opportunities. Mm. We're currently working our way through Mr. Robot, which is very, very good. You should definitely watch that. Yeah, but you also told me I should play all the computer games in the world. Nope, didn't say that, never have positively encouraged you not to play them. I think you did, I think you did. <laughs> and Mr. Robot, you should watch that, it's good, you'll like it. It's got accurate hacking and correct use of Linux. Really does it. It, uh, it does, it, 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 You've thrown down the gauntlet. Oh, I have, there. and I've done it on purpose. J- Jonathan Jeremiah, really. Hmm. And uh, we're also watching iZombie. Uh-huh. This is that the greatest... bad. It's the greatest... Ele- it sounds bad, but somehow isn't. And this is the greatest elevator picture of a TV show of all time. Mm-hmm. A lady, doctor mm-hmm. lady, mm-hmm. is Ooh, on a... Of course. Mm-hmm. Pa- well, no, no, she's a- it's important that she's a doctor for the plot to work. She's on a, yes. at a- on a boat party mm-hmm. when a zombie attacks everyone. Right, of course. And everyone gets killed. And she gets scratched, but bitten thing, by a zombie. Mm. And so then gets she turns turned- into a zombie. And yeah. turns into a zombie. Uh-huh. Um, which causes her pallor to become very pale and her fa- and her hair to go white. Mm-hmm. Um, but she discovers that if she eats enough brains, she doesn't go stupid. Oh, I see. And so it's eating brains prevents her from going full zombie. Um, so she quits her job as a doctor and becomes a forensic pathologist working with the police. <laughs> so she has access to victims' brains. When she eats the brains, she gets psychic visions of how they died. So she helps solve crimes! Oh, my God. Goodness, boy, that really is a kind of zombie of a picture. It's based on a comic, and apparently she's very good, and the TV show is actually very good. It's very well written, very well acted, very funny, um, and very self-aware of how ridiculous its conceit is. Good. Um, so, yeah, it's good. We've just started watching that. It's good. It's second series in, in the Americas now. Okay. 
well yeah. maybe I'll, I'll give it a try but it does it does sound desperately silly it is fair well it is and that's good isn't it silly but you enjoyed the, the star wars <coughs> sorry stroking to death for a moment yes i did enjoy star wars i was surprised i went along assuming no spoilers for our listeners I shan't they, spoil it, it hasn't seen it yet I shan't reveal, I'll do my same joke I did on Twitter, that uh, that R2-D2 is BB-8's father. Now you've mentioned BB-8, you're going to get people to be upset. <laughs> I've mentioned the robot that's in every trailer and ad toy <laughs> advert and can't, impossible not to see. The I, I went along, I'm, I'm not a huge Star Wars fan, but I don't particularly hate it. It's just okay. It's not that mm. great. Um, and I went along because I thought, I want to sit at the cinema. I'm going to watch it at some point. It may as well be on the right screen. We saw it at the IMAX at the Science Museum. Did you? Yeah. And I thought it was thoroughly entertaining. It wasn't great. It was no mm. interesting story, but there were good jokes. And um, I liked the characters <coughs> and I preferred it to the movie it was remaking. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, fair enough. J.J. Um, Abrams is an unashamedly nostalgic idiot, though, isn't he? Those dreadful Star Trek remakes, which... Uh, scene for scene the original movies and now doing the same as Star Wars yeah but he's nostalgic but he's also um, very calculatedly right on as well he combines it too but, 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 and he said so I mean he's explicit about it he's kind of sees movies as a kind of affirmative action uh, game plan well, I think, I think it, was I think was quite we were, we can't give any spoilers but I, I, I think was quite visible in, in this one um, well I think it was spunkily it was, visible it wasn't so um, it didn't feel heavy handed though he just that you know, lots of people are women, and lots of people are different it didn't races. Offend, and so it didn't, was the case it didn't in offend, this film. It didn't offend me by being too clunky, but there were one or two moments where, well, it's still, where I thought, well, ah, uh, the reason that that was able to happen, uh, uh, we well, see, we can't really discuss it because it. Oh, it, it, no, I, no. what I thought was strange was the girl, the main character girl. They referred to her as the girl all the way through the movie, which felt really yeah. odd. The yeah. girl, the girl. <laughs> So, so even though they were being quite nonchalant about the fact that, you know, the, the, the hand-holding gag was good, although they dropped it far too soon. Mm. Um, but then, at the same time, all the characters in the movie seemed to be astonished that she was a girl while the audience just was okay with it. Mm. I wasn't. I was disgusted and threw up. Did you see that the, uh, the, 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 the MRAs are furious? Yes. Absolutely livid. Well, there's only three of them. <laughs> Doesn't really well, matter. That's true. Yeah. They cost the movie millions of pounds or dollars. They said. Well, yeah, sure. When last did you print something out? Uh, uh, the day before yesterday. Why? Uh, Laura has a new telephone. Congratulations. Thank you. And it required a smaller SIM card than she currently has, so I printed out the. You printed out dimension. a SIM card. <laughs> I printed out the dimensions and then drew pencil lines on her SIM card and then chopped it up with a pair of scissors. Really? And that yep. worked? And it works. You're, it's extraordinarily... You cut through the magic chip. You have to cut through the magic chip. Really? And astonishingly, oh. it works. That sounds scary to me. I did it for my phone, and then I did uh, a year ago, and then I did it for Laura's. Um, and it is. It's terrifying. I giggled with glee as I chipped, as I cut through the potentially destroying her entire SIM card. On her iPhone 6 Plus? Uh, no! It was her Android 5X. But I thought she was an iPhone girl. No, she's not. How dare you? How she used dare to be. you suggest I would marry an iPhone girl? She used to be. Nope. How is Laura? <laughs> she's fine. she coping with this motherhood thing? No, not really. I mean, yeah. I'm having to do most of the work. You, you're having to be most of the mummy. Yeah, I reckon so. I mean, over the Christmas holidays, I actually looked after him a bit. 
<laughs> ludicrous. I know. Uh, I took him out. I took him out for eleven hours one day. That's my record now. Remember uh, my two dads? Yes. Uh, what I mean, the premise of that show is that she didn't know which of them was actually her father. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, but even then, she could have had a paternity test, which was, you know, blood test or something, which would probably would have revealed it even before we had very accurate DNA tests. Was it ever suggested why she didn't do that? I think it was. I think the the idea was that she didn't want to know. Why didn't uh, she want to know who her father was? I can't was? remember. Are we conflating this with three men and a baby? Which one? My two dads. I know my two dads with the two dads, but I'm trying to work, I'm trying to work out why she didn't know. Oh, you um, can't ask. You can't ask Wikipedia. That's don't, cheating. Don't forget the judge lived downstairs. Greg Evergan. Oh, you see. You remember Judge, the grumpy old lady who was the 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 female role model in her life. There aren't really are there sitcoms like that anymore? I suppose uh, the closest on, that's on still sh- running is Big Bang Theory is the closest. No, there are sitcoms there are sitcoms like that, but they exist on channels like the Disney Channel and stuff like that. So this they're very much they, they now they're now marketed to the teenage audience rather than yeah. um just thrown out there for everyone so not so but but is there a mainstream uh sitcom watched by millions well of course big bang theory is the, one of the biggest shows on tv because mm. uh, you you were wondering whether the sitcom was dead no it was not five years ago you were and you no, thought it was and you thought it wasn't and you thought it wasn't and you thought it wasn't i wonder oh, where you are in your sitcom sitcom you oscillation crazy you drive yeah. me round the bend. I've celebrated how great sitcoms have been. Round the bend was a good was that was that was a good uh, sitcom. It wasn't a sitcom. It was a sketch show made by Spitting Image, and it was very good. Yes, but I liked it best because my mum didn't like it. <laughs> that all, all, your mum doesn't like all the best things. That's true. She also didn't like the program. Your mother wouldn't like it. I don't remember that. That was also on Children's ITV at the same time. Gosh, no. Children's ITV, Children's BBC. It's a real bygone age. Apart from the fact they're now 24 chat, well, they're 12 hour channels. No, but it's not the same, is it? No. It isn't the same at all. I mean, Judith just goes up to the television and loads up the uh, iPlayer app and chooses repeatedly the episode she wants. And so she's not encountering any new things through, ser- through serendipity. We should force her to watch the CBBS or C- uh, C- the CBBS or CBBC channel. Force her to. No, uh, yeah, but she does. She 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 selects stuff from the CBBS iPlay selection, but she'll select the same stuff. In other words, she's just returning. It's this is a problem with, um, with targeted media. And uh, what was great about uh, wide wide broadcasting was. You, you know, one program would end and you'd suddenly be caught in another program. So, you know, you'd be watching, you'd be watching, uh, I don't know, Top of the Pops and then Tomorrow's World would come on for, is, mm. a, is a cliched example. I don't think children have that experience anymore, do they? Well, I don't Following know, but... a link on the internet is, would probably do something similar, but it's not quite the same, is it? My son's only 14 months old, so... Is he? he does... Bad luck. So I catch a lot of CBeebies shows I haven't seen before just because one ends and the next starts. Hmm. Um, I, I encountered a Show Me Show Me for the first time yesterday. Really? Only for the first time? Yes, yeah, so I think it's just scheduled such that it's never on when I'm around. Do you like his AIDS chic? <laughs> He's, uh, the, it's, I described it as if, if Play School came off its Ritalin. Yes. It was just so fast. It was ex- exactly the same as Play School in that two, a couple of presenters, bunch of toys. Chris and Puy. Yes, indeed, Chris and Puy. 
and mm. uh, and but just the pace of it. Look at the fence. There's a fence. Look at the fence. Screw him on the fence. Cat on the fence. I'm a cat on the fence. Show me your cat on the fence. That was the thing about lunchboxes. Lunchboxes. Teddy's got a lunchbox. <laughs> yes. The, 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 uh, how does Toby react to it? He just sat absolutely enraptured, which he never does with anything. He he, he well, he's very go. slow to watch TV. He much prefers to play with he's the toys. Just, he's very slow. Yeah, he's very slow. He isn't. What I was saying, he's a genius. He can't walk or talk, which he's way behind on. Uh, uh, but to be fair, Judith couldn't walk either at his age. What about talking? When did she start saying "mama" and "dada"? Uh, she was talking quite early, but she didn't walk until embarrassingly late. I mean, like <laughs> eighteen months or something like that. Toby- so, you know. Toby can walk and has taken a few steps, but he doesn't no, have Judith the confidence. Could. No, he, Judith he, didn't didn't even take a few steps. On her, <laughs> on her first birthday, she she wasn't even crawling. What an idiot. Exactly. But although now she, what's interesting, is she's just started doing, she's picking books off the shelves and sitting down and reading them. You know, oh, that's nice. Which is Toby, nice. Cause Toby picks, pick, picks books off his shelves and then forces us to read them. Or tears them. No, we've got, um, Laura copied this idea of a friend. If you go to Ikea and buy their super cheap spice racks, and then we screwed them to the wall underneath the windowsill in the lounge, mm-hmm. and all his um, his solid solid page books are in there, all eight, so eight million every, of them. Every time you use that pronoun, I do feel a little sorry for you. Which one, sorry? His. his. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's quite oh, well, nice. You know, he, he's got a willy he can play with, and Judith can't boast that. No, but... You know, she she and uh, she she and Jessica have other things to play with. <laughs> but it is quite fun that he goes up to his little bookshelves and and sorts through the eight million books there, and then picks the one he wants, and then flings it toward me and demands I read it. And do you read it? Yes, unless it's this one book I bought, which is uh, lots of pictures of um, Makaton sign language for various food things. I've now hidden it because there's nothing to read, and he always picks it. That is very tedious indeed. Why I don't believe I don't believe in Macaton. You don't? No, I think it's a bit of a scam. I'd love to see <laughs> the actual. I'd love to see the actual if there is any um, uh, proper research data on it, because the 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 signs are so precise and specific and relatively complicated. Really, for somebody who has learning disabilities to be able to communicate with them at the dexterity required to be clear is ambiguous to me but i can understand there was a, a few general gestures like yes no i'm feeling hungry or whatever but i, I remember on on the, the, that rubbish um justin show where what's it called again something Vincent. special it's something not special. genuinely not rubbish but anyway. it is rubbish it's hideous it's really uh, nice. uh, and some of the signs they were doing that cd cd jewel case was one of the signs <laughs> And at that point, I said, right, this is just ridiculous. Laptop um, computer is about five different gestures. That's problematic. Yeah. Exactly. Then- I'd like to see the research on this. Why do you believe, why do you just take this woo on trust because you think it's all cuddly and about uh, disabled children? Hmm? I'm not, I'm not taking any woo on trust. It's definitely simple in the BSL. So it's also, easier, it's also they are able to kid to learn than, than here's something that you don't know about language. the Makaton organization. They are very jealous of their copyright. Oh, they, that doesn't surprise me. So now Justin's beginning to seem a little sinister, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have any particular opinions about Makaton. Other than Laura has some friends who taught it to their kids when they were babies and they can quite usefully communicate with it now. 
They can say no. No, she's seen it happen. They can ask. Do you hear what I? Do you hear what I said? Do you hear what I? I heard what you said, but Laura's witnessed it happening. They can sign for uh, wanting booby or yeah, but uh, but but have they ever signed for a CD jewel case? No, they haven't done that. But then they are babies, not uh, children. So I don't quite quite how CD jewel case became a thing. It was a thing. I couldn't believe it. The new series of something special is rather streamlined things. It's now he doesn't put three uh, framed pictures in the into Mister Tumble's body bag. <laughs> he puts uh, the tumble tap iP- iPad thing instead. Does he? Uh, it's really cheaty now, and they don't. And and now it's oh, it's just all been. It's, they don't in- go cut back and forth through Mister Tumble and Justin. It's just one big Mister Tumble sketch in the middle now. It's just not the same anymore. Well, there have been quite a few cutbacks on children's programming, actually. Uh, the new Teletubbies is extraordinarily cheap. Everything it's is. All CGI. The, t- the characters are real, but the, the, even the Green Hills are CGI now. Because, <sighs> you know, that's, that's where we should be cutting back on the programming for our, for our <laughs> children. We should be doing it as cheaply and as tattily as possible, because, you know, they don't know any different. So who gives a toss? I think they spent they spent some money on the new Danger Mouse. That seems quite good. I doubt it. I've not watched that. It's okay. It's not the the main problem is the original Danger Mouse had David Jason doing Danger Mouse and the narrator. So um, why didn't they get him to do it again? I don't know why they didn't get David Jason. They got Alexander Armstrong to do Danger Mouse, and he does a perfectly good job. And he's would... Dave, ah, hold on. is David Jason? Is he you uh, tree suspect? No, he's not. Promise. He wasn't. A, he was. A, he's an actor. They don't count. Maybe he wasn't. A t- he wasn't a TV personality. That's what yeah. you have to be. Anyway, yeah. so Alexander Armstrong is. It does not do the narrator, which he obviously should because he's so brilliant as the narrator in Hey yeah. Dougie. Um, and they've got bloody Dave Lamb to do the narration. Who? He is the man who shouts over "Come dine with me." I've not watched that program. Oh, you should. It's hard not to. It's on literally <laughs> two channels at the same time at any point. What happened? You said that your favourite MP lady who was telling the truth went mad the other day. What happened? She didn't come. She um, Jess, 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 Jess Phillips. Jess Phillips, MP for mm. Birmingham Yardley, <laughs> um, and uh, she's one of the new crop of Labour, and she's she's just brill. I think she's great. She, she hasn't got the virus yet. Exactly. Yes, um, and she, uh, some someone tweeted some ridiculous nonsense saying that it was pr- the reason that Jeremy Corbyn got one. He says, look at his initials, the same as Jesus Christ. That's not a coincidence, this person said. But it literally is a coincidence. <laughs> exactly. So she said, who else, who, who else has the initials JC that's not coincidence? And then spend an evening retweeting every single human on earth who has the initials JC. <laughs> um, and it must have been like a, a hundred retweets. Including which I Jeremy said, Clarkson, I hope. So I, Yes, of course. So I said, uh, Jimmy Carr... Um, I said the, the evening. This is the evening when Jess Phillips lost her lost her marbles. Jiminy Cricket, and she retweeted it saying that happened a long time ago. <laughs> Fair enough. Which yeah. is again just for an MP to say something normal like that is very exciting. Well, it was uh, it revealed again the stark contrast. Sadiq Khan was on the Today program saying why he should be the mayor, and he was so contrived and uh, uh, reading from the talking points and refusing to answer uh. a question properly. And, uh, these people must surely realise how unattractive they sound when they do that. But no, they don't because they've got the virus. Yep. She mm. was. Um, she, there was a column in the th- in the Observer yesterday. There was a thing where they got a bunch of the new the new crop to write uh, a couple of hundred words on their view of the Labour Party so far. Uh huh. And Jess Phillips wrote a great piece just saying how how 
how what a bunch of babies she's having to work with, and how ridiculous yeah. the the, uh, the civil war is, and how they. And she said, "What Corbyn needs to be doing is not using his aides to send out threats about reshuffles." Yes, um, indeed. And just doing. She says it's this supposedly new kind of politics, and yet he's using his his press and his aides to uh, threaten his cabinet. Um, so she called him out on that, which I've not seen anyone else do, which is great. And then said, um, I'd much rather he just stood up and said, just shut up the lot of you and let's start being a, a sodding Labour Party. <laughs> yes, um, that, would, that would be quite nice. She used the word sodding, which I liked. Um, mm. But then I was reading some of the others and they were, they, they'd really got the virus. They were like, we have all got to recognise that Jeremy oh, Corbyn yeah, has a mandate yeah, and he's no, a man no, of no. the people. And no, 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 no. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. When are you going to the US? Oh, well, I don't know. This is up in the air. Yes, I suspected it would be a not on a ship, but when? <laughs> um, well, traditionally March, but I can't, exactly. I don't want to be away from Toby for eight days. But oh, bringing him, Bringing him with seems... Stupid. Well, the jet lag. Oh, my goodness. What do you do? How do you say to a baby? No, it's eight hours ago now. No, well, it isn't. It's only eight days, John. For goodness sakes, to man up. No, I won't man up. Man up. <laughs> I missed him so terribly last year. I thought I wasn't, because I don't tend to miss people. I seem to have that, that no. part of my brain missing. Where... Exactly, and you won't miss him this year. As a kid, I didn't ever care if I didn't miss my parents or anything like that when I went yeah. away. Like, eh, I'll see them again soon. It's not a problem. Yeah, exactly, same and I'm still totally. the same. Yeah, and so I went away, and I thought for, for a few days in America, I was like, well, first of all, I was sleeping, so it's hard to miss anything at that point. Um, yeah. And I thought, oh gosh, what's wrong with me? I don't even miss my own son. I got used to not missing Laura and feeling bad about that. But my own son. And mm. then uh, a couple of days later, I was walking through uh, Union Square and I saw a guy carrying a kid who looked just like Toby. And I burst into tears on the sidewalk. Oh, for <laughs> uh, God's sake, man sideways. And I went, <laughs> and I thought, oh, I think I am missing him. Oh, my goodness, <laughs> you and your tears. You power <laughs> Russia with them. <laughs> It was it was a weird experience because I was like, oh, I'm not missing Toby. Oh, that's my baby. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> Human emotions. Oh, they sicken you. What's when last did you when last did you cry? Um uh, I can't remember sometime last year, but I can't remember why. Did he stub your toe? No, I don't tend to cry when I do that. I tend to become very, very, very angry. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, how dare you, universe? Exactly. I, so at that point, I become very angry, not, not kind of crying at all. I, I, it was probably, it must, maybe it was in a film or something like that, where it could slight welling up, but mm-hmm. actual proper boo-hoo-hoo crying, no, not in... Not in a long time. Not for want of not wanting to. It's just that it doesn't tend to come up like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I would. My when I become emotional, I just tend to become a lot more railing and angry than uh, right. sobbing. If you see what I mean. Yeah. So that's how I would. How I deal with it. I wonder which is healthier. I suppose they're both. They're both adequate strategies. I suppose the main problem is where you do neither, and you just sit there going. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you mm. murder a person. Or, or, or a gnat. <laughs> it's okay, murdering a gnat is good. Judith's colour string song, there's a song about little gnat who um, goes to the doctor, so clearly, <laughs> clearly not. Yeah, she's, 
She's. You need to. You didn't attend her violin recital, did you? Her first. I, my invite didn't arrive in time. I meant to ask you about that last episode before Christmas. So you must. And so do tell. I watched the video of it. <laughs> did you? Yes, well, I she, did. Well, I, I don't know. It's interesting. Her her violin teacher. They. they she goes there once a um, once a week, and. She she she's the first year there, and she said, "Well, you've got to do this concert." And I thought, hmm, "Seems a bit young, but I guess if they do that." Mm-hmm. But then she she there were about 150 different performances of it set, you know, obviously dissected into different times of the day of the weekend and so on. And I think out of those 150, maybe even more people, there were three first years, and she was one of them. So I don't we don't know why she was chosen. I don't think she's extremely brilliant or anything but i wonder whether the teacher was making up a rotor or making a point or something or just wanted to test to see whether she would be confident or not um she's what's interesting is that she's left-handed but the thing about the violin is that both hands have to work so hard that it kind of doesn't matter um because you know usually if it's if it's one hand is 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 doing the bowing and the other hand is fingering the strings it you know you would think it would matter but apparently doesn't really it all comes out in the wash as they say mm. and she's what she's actually quite good at uh, which is why i'm glad at start of the stage and you should start as young as possible with toby as well is reading music and reading the rhythm and that is no problem to her she just thinks it's, it's like reading words you know it's just oh, oh it's right. another as in, it's just another sort of reading rather than oh my goodness this is magics and it's dangerous <laughs> and my head's going to explode so you know she says so she can read the rhythms perfectly well in uh in the music and that kind of thing. So I'm kind of glad for that, if nothing else. Now, the thing I'm sad about is that a school which has over 50 languages spoken, they have no language teaching. Wow. And they're, and they're not really using, they're not really using these multiple languages. I want all the children to be speaking to each other in different languages, but no, no. I think that's, that's really upsetting that, that part of her brain isn't being used at the moment. I mean, I could try and do something, but there's so much else that, trying to get her to learn a language is difficult to do at home if you're not directly bilingual yourself. You're starting it with... Afrikaans, I suppose, but who, please. (laughs) Not much use. If you're being bilingual, you're starting a bit late as well. And also it tends to delay development of English to be bilingual. So my niece... My, no, I've my, seen my that nephew, with, yeah. my nephew is a genius, so he just did both and kept them separate in his brain. But my niece did the normal way, so she was just talking absolute drivel until she was about four. Um, uh, but so she was what, really late. To be yeah, but interesting. They they moved from France, didn't they? they they're just ba- have, they're in and, England now. Yeah, is that going to screw ago. up the bilingualality? Yes, they both think they've forgotten their French, although they haven't. So it's quite interesting if you ask them. If you ask him, I asked Will the other day, uh, can, can you still speak French fluently? And he said, no, I can't. It's, I seem to be forgetting it. And, then, and then his mum said something. My sister said something to him in French and he answered in French without thinking. So um, I think he's just losing confidence rather than the actual language. It's still sad, isn't it? It is. It is a shame. I wanted to ask before we move on too much. Did you choose the violin because you were worried that being an only child wasn't going to be enough? <laughs> she, she, her hands are too small for the guitar. <laughs> or anything else really it's a tiny violin what's wrong with a, a recorder oh please <laughs> it's a 16th size violin so it's the tiny most ridiculous tiny little thing you've ever seen um and she calls it lala and uh, <laughs> it's it is so tiny that uh, it, it looks like it shouldn't really exist in this universe <laughs> it really wow. does it, it looks like it's completely out of place and out of time so 
where and, and it's really easy to rent one of those whereas to get a specially modified little guitar or whatever is apparently right. a pain in the backside and also so the argument is then well why a string instrument like a violin why not just you know use a keyboard or a piano it's easy we've got one soon well no but uh, the reason is i think it's it's more uh, it's much easier to go from violin to a keyboard instrument than the other right. way around okay. because with a violin you have to be you have to choose the pitch whereas of course with a keyboard it does it for you so how, it, yeah it, in a sense a keyboard is a digital instrument and a violin is an analog instrument so it's easier to move from analog to digital than the other way around and you'll never find out whether she has a propensity for this unless you give her a try yeah, just don't yeah. make her practice six, four hours a day before. And oh no, school. we don't. Well, no, when we do, we we, we always practice together. Right. Um, so uh, and we we try and do duets and things like that. So uh, we it's all it it's still quite fun. We've had we've had some tearful sessions, but uh, that was relatively early on. Now we we just get on with it and uh, try new things. And sometimes we just mess about. So I just say you know just. Yeah, uh, like there was uh, some. I think Vivaldi's Four Seasons on the radio. And, you know, there was a bit where I said, "Go and do that on your string as fast as you can," and she has fun with it. So it's still okay. still having fun with it um, as much as possible. And I would recommend that you should start with a musical instrument. As, well, not not a musical instrument, the music as soon as possible because it's has- like. I wonder whether he will or won't be. He could go either way with you two. He could. He likes. He enjoys music. He it, it, the TV he does watch is theme songs. So the the mm. opening and closing themes he will watch uh, without looking away. And then as soon as they stop, he just gets back on with playing with his toys. But he's got a little key, a little um, ghastly plastic keyboard thing. <laughs> but he yeah. loves hamming around away and making tunes. It's got a button you can press to make it have a funky beat. And he presses it. And he looks up at me like really proud of himself, and then bops up and down. And starts hammering at the keys. You should uh, do DJ, so, T, DJ TJ. We call him when he yes, does that. It's a funny little should, joke. Yes, it is. You should. Uh, what do you call him, Toby? Why Toby? Yes, because we by a process of elimination, we eliminated every other male name on earth, and that was the last one left. Oh, okay. Why not John? Uh, that's already taken in this family. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Victoria's family. Her father's called Peter, and one of her brothers is called Peter, which of course never made anything confusing at all. No, of course not. It's first of all, it's vain, and second of all, it's not a name I especially like. So, Graham. Yeah. Did you ever think Graham? No. Again, it's not a name I especially like. So, did you ever think Hugh? <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't think Hugh. No. No. Not even for a second name. No, it seems like a very old-fashioned name now. Hugh. I know it's not, but it feels it to me. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie is true. Could have named him after Hugh Laurie and your dad. Thanks for naming after. No, I didn't (laughs) name him after you. I named him after Doctor House. So, so Doctor House is just—he's just doing his music these days. He has all the money in the world and doesn't need to do anything else, I presume. Oh, he did the. uh, He appeared in the the surprisingly dreadful Tomorrowland. Oh, I'd heard about you. that. Was it not worth watching then? It's such a shame. It had all this potential. It was a big Disney production. George Clooney and Hugh oh, Laurie. And, good. And, this, and the trailer was wonderful. It's a trailer I watched again and again because it's just so entertaining. And the film was just bleh. That's sad. Yeah, it is really a shame, is isn't it? I mean, a film called Tomorrowland with Hugh Laurie should be bloody well good. Oh, you, you think so? Tell me about Monopoly. Oh, yes, it's My Little Pony Monopoly. <laughs> I didn't know what the MLP stood for. That's brilliant. Which which, 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 which we played with. She got it uh, over the holidays, and we were playing it for the first time last night. And she kind of got it, but... Uh, also, some, she seems to have an issue throwing the dice. The die, rather. It's a single one. And, yeah, sometimes she just dropped it. 
which I thought, that's not really good enough. It's not randomizing enough. Throw it, so, so she, so she then threw it across the house. <laughs> we had to then find out where it landed. But we, we got that in the end. But then, um, but then she landed on the go to jail uh, square, uh-huh. and she, 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 she just burst into tears and had a tantrum. <laughs> and she was just, she, she was inconsolable. Like, I never get out of jail. Though. And it was just so. Um, so she, she 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 found it so distressing that uh, it took a really long time to deal with. Um, the other day she found uh, the assassination of JFK and the Apollo One fire very distressing. There was a um, there was a, a documentary about it, The Dark Side of the Moon, and she was very upset about that. And she didn't want uh, she 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 didn't want JFK to die, and then she didn't want to die herself either. And she decided she doesn't want to grow up because she might. Gosh. And of course, at that point, at that point, how do you respond to that? Uh, do you respond honestly, or do you just change the subject? Of course, we just change the subject. Yes. That's, yeah. Absolutely. So, I, you, you, that's something to look forward to. But didn't she proudly declare that everyone was going to die when the in the kitchen a couple of months ago when the dishwasher beeped? Yes. <laughs> no, it was the oven, I believe. Oh, it was the yeah. oven, was it? Yeah. Yeah. So, so yes, it's it's a it's it's difficult being uh, five and then six. I think it's oh, uh, it sounds very hard work. I can't wait though. I'm well, so the brain changes. I mean, the the brain actually does change, and you start being able to comprehend these things. There is actually a physical change, apparently, which is why people notice a big difference between a four year old and, and a six year old. And uh, clearly, it's happening. Dreadful business. But she's but she's but the problem is she still has that four year old's brain as well, still in there, so it's this kind of tumult which uh is tough for a little little child to deal with. But uh it's interesting to watch and uh let's hope that uh Toby puts on a good show and isn't dull. All we've done is talk about our children this week. Uh, we were allowed to do that once a year. Uh, we're okay. not allowed to do that next year, but so uh, I mean other people won't have to listen uh ever again to our discussing our our offspring you know our offspring the 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 folk who sprung off us that's right offspring. so strange or the the the, the product the fruit of your loins the fruit of your loins did it, you it's watch how- did you watch great barrier reef no i didn't but you said something about how it was tory but you liked it because bbc etc well no it's it was clearly commissioned the basic the, the bbc are like quick he's gonna die any minute let's get him to do as much as we humanly can there's another yes. david attenborough show coming up soon then there's also this and he just finished narrating the I, hunter uh, i'm afraid uh since he got false teeth i i can't accept my, it anymore <laughs> my dad for years my dad having been a dentist can't yeah. cope because he's just he's, he can hear what's wrong with them and knows how to fix them well exactly that's the crazy. That it's obviously so fixable <laughs> come on just a little adjustment and he he should swoop in there super dentist he is very false teethy in the great barrier youth but it's also extraordinary watching this 88 year old man sprightly leaping about um but there's a good bit in it oh they actually did send him around there he's not just doing the narration like he's been doing recently on the hunt no this is his this is his because his first big documentary for the BBC was The Good Barrier Reef in uh, in 57? It was 60 uh-huh. years ago, anyway. So he's gone back. So he's back. Um, okay. And it's... Yeah, and, it, and he gets... In, this is, they've got this submersible that can go down hundreds of metres, and he it's difficult. They, 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 at the end, you know, they do the making of at the end. They're like, we're not faking it! Look, we're not faking it! And then it's at the end <laughs> of every documentary. Yeah. Um, and he, they, this crew were talking about how they were worried about how they were going to get this 88-year-old man into this tiny capsule. 
He just oh, did they? he just hopped in. <laughs> Good. Um, it's crazy, but yes, yeah, so there's a se- there's a sequence in it in which the entire Barrier Reef comes. It's definitely worth watching for that. <laughs> Disgusting language. This <laughs> mass ejaculation of the Great Barrier Reef. Did um do they flash back to his previous? They did. They or, showed or its previous. They showed the was, black and white Was he footage. doing it? Yes, it was he him. He literally him doing it. He was him with a camera. He plonk the camera on some coral and then go for a swim and then come back and move the camera. All right. Um, and but the, you should do that again. I think it's extraordinary. So you go, you look at it, and the, 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 obviously it's in high def, and they've got unique footage, and it's absolutely beautiful. This the footage of the um, the mantis shrimps is just the colours. It's just extraordinary, and I can't imagine how dreadful it would have been in the fifties to have flown all the way there and to have see, witnessed this firsthand, and then all he has to show anyone is grainy black and white footage. Yes, must have been awful. Why did he use colour film? Stupid man. Maybe it was the. I don't know. Why didn't he use colour film? I don't imagine underwater handheld cameras were quite up to that in the 50s. Well, I mean, I don't think the canister cared what chemicals were on the back of the film. I don't know the answer to this question. Maybe he's just a, blood, a ruddy idiot. You should, you should ask Dave yourself. I'll ask him when I next uh, bump into him in, in the club. Laura said that she, she knew someone who had written his PhD thesis on. Um, sorry. His, what am I trying to say? Uh, dis- his dissertation on David Attenborough. A dissertation on Attenborough. And he went yeah. to a talk Attenborough was giving and met him afterwards and, and Attenborough signed the dissertation. It was very lovely. So oh, it is lovely. He does seem a very Again. humble, kind man. And it absolutely Again. infuriates me that he's going to die soon. Again, as I said, the one thing that would completely destroy the United Kingdom is if Attenborough ever came out as a Utrea. Oh, no, no thank you. That would that, that'd be the worst. There wouldn't be a... We discussed, I think, culturally, globally, it would be worse if it, it were Paul McCartney. But right. for this country, I think... Did just, I think they, we just turn into a kind of Mad Max situation. That's it. We just lose trust in everything <laughs> forever, and that would be it. I say this not to impugn McCartney at all, because I don't know anything about him, but it wouldn't surprise me in the sense that I've run out of surprise for who's a Utrea. Yes. Whereas with Attenborough, it would. It was quite funny. The other night I was just uh, thinking about something and I thought, oh my goodness, um, Rolf Harris is, is a, is a, is a Utria. And it's kind of just this weird thing. This, this character, did Ralph's cartoon club and all that. And oh, um, exactly. It, it, you do have to kind of, my goodness. Yes, he is. It, I didn't just dream that. Yeah. <laughs> In a very strange dream. It's weird when you think about it. it is, uh, you actually stop to think about it. Uh, you don't just take it off. Uh, you, you don't just subsume it in as the, as the, as the kind of uh, tabloid flow but you thought oh this this man was doing that while he was pretending to do this and now he's in prison like, that's Rolf Harris goodness <laughs> sunrise you know An- animal hospital yes the it's... thing I used to dislike most about Rolf Harris was the the links he did on and on pet rare animal hospital whatever it was called where he would mm. say he would stand to look to camera and say very sadly snowy died yes, but that... meanwhile blah 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 and that would drive me crazy now I've slightly more things to dislike about him but um, they they parodied that didn't they on some on the, on the fast show or some some uh, mimicky show okay so I'm afraid your your observation was pre-observed and you now have to pay some ITV mimic let's not before we go let's just discuss the wonder that was the Dead Ringers Christmas special 
I didn't listen or watch. What was it? It's a television, the, a radio, sorry, radio program. It was the, sorry, the I New Year special. Here is the, I, I, I turned off after about three minutes. Here was the conceit. Their uh-huh. New Year special was set, wait for it, in 2021. Right. So they were doing <laughs> pretend topical gags about things that had happened in the year 2020. Right. And they were all that I heard, obviously, based on things that happened more recently. Oh, yeah. So they said, 20, last year saw the first party political broadcast all in emojis, was one of their jokes. Like, because... <sighs> Because emojis have emerged as a as a as a mainstream thing in the last year, so therefore that's what. And every joke that they did was based on something that happened this year. That they that they to, ah! oh. they could have uh, just uh, done it as twenty seventeen instead of twenty sixteen, and then it would have vaguely worked. But no, it was twenty twenty one. I think so they could have another election between. But it's just oh, it was just to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I'm sure the impressions were. Oh well, they on. were absolutely nailing it. Obviously, they were superb. Oh, he even oh. managed to screw up the Tom Baker in the opening moment. <laughs> How do you screw up Tom he Baker? To say, so he said dead ringers, and they went 2021 special in his own like just lost the <laughs> lost the voice halfway through the word 2021. <laughs> It's like they did a competition to find Britain's worst impressionist <laughs> and made him impressionist in chief for Radio Four. Can I use my, my I, I, I like your description of um, uh, Rick Astley sounding Rick Astley, like a, yes. a, a, a witch has cast? A, 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 oh, you say it, I can never get it right. Yeah, exactly. No, that people one. have heard it before. Yes, um, that my description of John Coleshaw is sounds like he sounds like celebrities doing an impression of John Coleshaw. <laughs> That's true. That's what he uh, and that may be being overly generous these yes. days. <laughs> doing quite like cele- celebrities doing quite a good impression of John Coleshaw. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Think of the best impressionist doing an impression of John Coleshaw. <laughs> <laughs> There's a man from Bristol Water digging up the pulling up things in the pavement outside my window. Oh dear, have they found them? Have they found the bodies? Oh, this could be it. Okay, shall we say goodbye before we're arrested? Okay, stop. Bye. Bye.